How's it going, everybody? It's Charlie. I am joined by Good Brother Duke here. We are doing our AW Revolution 2023 prediction show. One of our ESE minis we like to do. We got another show coming at you live tomorrow. Well, not live, but process live right after AW Revolution, where we will cover the pay per view itself. And first prediction out the gate Jay White (laughs) shows up on the show. That'd be huge. Uh, We were kind of talking about this before on Eat Sleep Elite which is our main show. If you guys are catching this after, thanks for checking it out. If you're catching this now and you're like, you know what? I'll go check out the main show. Uh, It's posted in the timeline right before this. So check that out if you'd like. Right away, let's just say, I am so glad we have a pay-per-view back for AEW. It's been so freaking long. It's literally been since November of last year, right? Yeah. I've missed the pay-per-view. And our last pay-per-view was so good, full gear. Now, AEW does this thing where in about four months from now, we're going to have had seen four pay-per-views, um, pretty much, between this, Double or Nothing, Forbidden Door, and then All Out, all happen within the next five months. So, they're going to fly, they're going to start flying, which is more fun for us, because we get to hop on and do more shows. We're Would still you say to they're going to reach for the sky? I believe so, as we know Mark's wrestling tomorrow. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. More wrestling for us. Who knows? We're starting to cover some ROH too because the first week was so fun. And let's just jump. And y'all right know in. we're checking out them big New Japan shows this year too. So we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be locked, loaded, rocked, and uh, you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna be cocked too. That, that's where my brain went too. Is that bad? As soon as you said rocked, I went cocked in my head. <laughs> I wanted to at. avoid it because it seemed like the easy one. You know what I mean? But then I was like, you know what? There's only one other word that I can think of right now. So after diving in, like we did on. On East Sleep Elite this week in the past couple of weeks. Before we jump into our first match here, how are you feeling about the overall kind of build to this show? And obviously our main event here for the world title, MJF and Brian Danielson, I guess. Just just your overall I guess let's get a vibe check. A vibe check yeah, on vibe check. Vibe oh, check is oh. I'm ready for this fucking show. Um the, okay. uh, no, I mean I okay, so um I'll say this. I'll break it down by different storylines. The build to MJF versus Danielson, A tier, could be feud of the year. Probably should be feud of the year, potentially. You know what I mean? Well, feud of the year right now, for sure. Yeah, at least yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming that like they don't like pull like a you know out. Uh, no, nah, they can't really do that with Sammy. They they fucked that up anyway. I, they're yeah, strong contender for feud of the year until something else happens. Um. Anyway, um. So that's obviously I'm excited for that. Um, the women's storyline kind of, eh, kind of ran out of gas a little bit in the last few weeks up into the pay-per-view. So I remember saying when they, when they started that, that maybe they should have waited a few weeks, you know, even though I would not like to having no women on the show probably, but you know, like, um, but maybe they should have just held off and had some like intermediate story in like for a coup blah, for like two weeks or something. I don't know. Maybe that would have been dumb. Um, and with regard to most of the other matches, they had such short builds that it's kind of hard to get invested in a lot of them. So... And then Ricky Starks versus Jericho has been kind of like, we knew it was going to be going to revolution. So you kind of, it was hard to, again, it was hard to get involved with that storyline and invest in it because we just knew that it meant that Ricky wasn't going to be doing anything. And this is not a knock on Jericho, just not anything particularly interesting until revolution, you know? So, so the, oh yeah, that one had some, just some extra love to it, but yeah, I mean, both Jack Perry and the Samoa Joe program, they were feuds about five months ago. They all went and did their separate thing, and now they're back in the last three weeks going up to the show. So they've kind of had that kind of build, which is a little yeah. strange, but I guess that's that's what we've run into when we have 
four months in between pay-per-views because they want to get it's hard for me to say that i like the fact that the acclaimed aren't walking into this pay-per-view with the championship you know yeah neither of us were fans of that of them losing so let's just jump right in as of right now this might change tomorrow there's only one zero hour match mark briscoe and the lucha brothers taking on ari davari and the varsity athletes which are josh woods and tony niece i think it's not even a joke to say Josh Woods had one of the most important matches of his career this week against Takeshita. Other than him winning the titles and being in like select title matches, this match has made its waves around all of wrestling for all the right reasons. Everyone's singing the praises to Josh Woods. That being said, I still would have Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers pick up the victory here. Yep, 100% agreed. So, Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Who do you got in this final burial match? Which I'll easily believe you're, you you might think, is there a chance this is a cinematic match? Uh, I think there's a possibility. I mean, it didn't seem like they engaged. They didn't say for sure one way or the other. So, And Jack Perry was digging a grave at just some random place. So maybe? And that would also help, I think, Christian Cage to have a better match. Now that he can't have a good match. Now I'm sure if you really, really tried to work around Christian Cage's age, you know what I mean? You could probably have a good match with him still. Um, but I don't know if that's, you know, I'm just saying it doesn't, I, it didn't seem like it was going to be in the arena, but I, I might, yeah. I might just be extrapolating nothing out of something, you know what I mean? Or wait, hold on, reverse that anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, but I will tell you, I think, um, if it isn't cinematic, whether it is or it isn't, I don't think it's going to change the winner. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they decide to do with it. Cause there's that possibility, you know, yeah. um, but I think Jungle Boy is going to finally get his revenge on okay. Christian Cage here. And then um, it's a little unfortunate. I, I kind of would have liked to have seen this match more between Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, you know. Um, but, you know, obviously Luchasaurus is hurt right now. So, But I do think Jungle Boy picks up the win here. And we're, uh, we're parking our shuttlecraft from the same shuttle bay because I'm with you. I got Jungle Boy Jack Perry picking up the win here. He had some great one-liners this past week on rampage that i thought were fantastic i like the idea of this match the both of these guys were on revolution last year jurassic express retained their tag titles over red dragon and the young bucks what a fun match that was and cage was in the uh revolution ladder match so it's crazy to think of this time last year jungle boy is a world champion that's nuts yeah it was really cool chris jericho ricky starks singles match the Jericho Appreciation Society are banned from ringside. I got Ricky Starks by a landslide here. Um, I really hope that this Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside doesn't mean we're going to get some new ne- some new member or Action Andretti showing up. No bullshit. One-on-one match. Let him go out there. Have a good time. Let Ricky Starks take this home and let's kick off his 2023 babyface push it just in a beautiful direction. We ended 2022 on such a highlight with the MJF match and the promos leading up to it was so good. Let's 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 do this right with 2023 pay per view victory right I out of have, the game. I also have Ricky Starks winning. Okay, but I don't have it in a good way. I have actually Andretti interfering because he's not booked on this show and he probably should be. Yeah, face of the Revolution ladder match not being on the show limited that, and so I'm looking at last year's card. And Ricky Starks was not on last year, but Jericho was defeated by Eddie Kingston in submission, which is a big deal. So that's that's pretty fun to see. 
I imagine probably Jericho's been on like most of all these cards, right? <laughs> At this probably point. Probably right. So yeah, nice stuff. So so far we're three for three on the same page. Trios match for the AW World Trios Championship. The Elite, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nit Jackson, the champions facing off against the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. We've had a little bit of a you know a, a subtle build here. They haven't really had much screen time talking against each other. I mean, the elite really haven't talked about House of Black too much at all. But this match, I think, is going to deliver on a lot of levels. Who do you got taking the victory here? Are we getting new champions? Um, hmm. How long have the elite been trios champions? They've been trios champions. This is their second reign, and they've been champions for 51 days. Um, I'm going to say they retain here. I think it's okay. a little early to take it off of them. I think you want a hundred plus day reign for this championship to get off to a good start. I think, um, and the elite, I mean, I don't know what else you'd, I mean, you, you have to probably put Kenny in a singles feud for the, ta- for like potential championship. If you take him off the trios, right. And the bucks probably the same with the tag division. Right. So I think this is a good spot for them right now so that you don't have to try and make those decisions about who you're going to put in the world title scene and stuff like that because I don't think anybody wants to see Kenny versus MJF. I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, it would be a good match. I just don't think anybody wants to see that right now, you know? Um, So, um, yeah, I think I'll have the Elite retain. Four for four. I got the Elite retaining myself. I think this feud has been, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I have a feeling the summer program of the Elite, the Blackpool Combat Club with Babyface Elite versus Heel Combat Club could be very big. And that's not to say unless we get CMFTR, you know, Punk and FTR going against them. Again, that's where the all the money would be made. Is if that's, that's, that's my dream end to this match is that the lights don't go out like it was uh, suggested by uh, our friend uh, Dart again. Dart, Dart getting all the mentions on this episode. Um but anyway, um, Dart, uh, actually, that was in the other show, but it doesn't matter. We're, we're shouting out our brother, our brother Dart, who we were trying to get back on the podcast when we can. But um, but the um, the perfect ending to me would be FTR music hits, and then all of a sudden the lights go out after they hit the ring, and CM Punk returns, and we book Elite versus CMFTR for the next like nine months, and then just chaos the, unfolds. The, in the layers rest of the world. that you could tell with that match would be unbelievable and it would be a lot of fun so here we go but the fact that ftr weren't in the casino battle royal i don't think it's happening now yeah i i still don't know if they're even ready to wrestle again like we covered that they said april right so yeah so i guess we'll see women's world championship match jamie Hayter, soraya ruby soho i think this is our first title change I think Soraya ends up walking out of this women's world champion. I just, I'm kind of getting a vibe that they're going to build them up pretty big here. Cause we know that the women, all of these women involved here are going to ha- have a lot of stuff to do over the summer. I say over the summer, we still technically got two months, but you know what I mean? They're probably going to get the blood and guts. We're building up to an invasion kind of storyline here. Not even building up. We're, we're just in the beginning stages of it already. It's already going. I didn't know how it would feel, but until we're talking about predictions and now that we're here, I, I'm starting to think Hater might be losing the belt for the heat just to win it back. Maybe one day. That's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I I think Saray is becoming world champion. Who do you got here? 
Um, I could see that. I could see that. You know, I... I almost don't like that GB Hader in her first true feud is like a real baby face with Britt Baker at her side as also a baby face, you know? Um, potentially being where she might lose the title, you know? Like, I... No, and don't I feel get me wrong. That. I would. I want nothing more than Jamie Hader to retain. I'm just kind of right now, the story they're telling. I'm not going to be shocked if Soraya is holding that belt. But then it also does feel like they did all this build up to this triple threat, and like if it doesn't result in anything, does it? Does it feel like it's? Does it feel like um? Like did I don't know? Like not like. It feels like maybe there'll be something missing if something doesn't happen here. You know. Um, yeah. But um, if I'm gonna have the title drop to anybody. I'm going to have it be to Ruby Soho here because I believe that Ruby Soho does believe, I believe that she deserves to be a world champion. I've that would be my it. pick too. I just don't see it happening. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go with it because okay. I honestly, because like I've been saying, I've predicted Ruby Soho to win every championship match she's had in AEW. You can go back and check the records of the podcast of all the predictions that I've this made. true. Against Britt, that was indeed the prediction. So I'm just saying I would love it. I hope that it happens. I don't think it's going to happen. If I was booking with my head, I would just say Jamie retains and they just move on. And then and we totally might be overthinking this. She might just easily retain. That might but, be the that might be the case. If that is the case, we'll both look like foolish next week. But who cares? You know. But um, that that's hey, that's okay. I think we're both thinking the same thing though. Of this program is only beginning, and if we want to inject some more blood into it, changing that title off the. Because people are going to be pissed off and they're going to want to cheer for Jamie Hayter so much harder mm-hmm, to win that thing back. Mm-hmm. I just I that's see how you put Ruby Soho on the side. Oh, dude, I just thought of how they could do it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Part of the way through the match, Soraya looks like she's about to win the title. And then she allow and then she like steps off and lets Ruby win the championship. And then oh. that's how you reveal that Ruby's been working with them the whole time. Hey, that would get some heat, and I actually think it would actually be real heat. And we know Ruby silence. can work as a heel. I mean, say what you want about the Riot Squad, but they were actually like a legit faction for like the first few months that they brought them up into the WWE. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, and Ruby can wrestle in big matches. I did. I just that'd be pretty crazy. If that's what they did. Yeah, so we're both rooting for Hater, but if if it changes, that's what we're kind of thinking. All right. Texas Deathmatch, John Moxley, Hangman, Adam Page. Who do you got? And what do you think of the buildup of this? I want honestly as well. Uh, this, oh yeah, I, I guess I forgot to mention this match. Also, if I was going to talk about matches, you asked me vibes. This match passes the vibe check for sure. Um, what a tough call. Technically, I don't think we've seen Hangman Page lose a Texas Deathmatch, Charlie. I don't think so either. So if this is becoming his thing, I think Hangman has to win here. But if you're trying to get heat on Moxley, he has to win here. So um, it's the big payoff. So you probably want the baby face to win. I'm just going to say the thing that makes sense. I think Hangman Page wins this, but I think it's a bloody just absolute war with John Moxley. Yeah. I, uh, um, this is a tough one because we've seen them beat each other before. I I think we both think Mox is probably either getting close to turning heel in this match or it's going to be shortly after. Does that add to him winning? Maybe. Kind of going back and forth here. I, I'm going to reside with you. 
Texas Deathmatch, Hangman Adam Page. Big win here. Big money win. And let's see where he goes from here because Hangman is someone in this company that's always had such a highly prolific spot. And to get the win over John Moxley in this match on the first pay-per-view of the year, really good start to him. I'm not going to be shocked if Hangman's a two-time champion at the end of, by the end of 2023. That's all I'll say right now. I, I don't know what the future holds for... When I'm we, sorry, we'll jump, he's not beating MJF. It's we'll jump that. into the title match here in a minute, but he might not even have to. Who knows? So, that being said, singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. It all goes back to Wardlow. If you would have told me four weeks ago this would have been the match, I wouldn't have believed you. I was like, no fucking way. How are they going to get to that again? Well, they told a story on how they're going to get to that again. It's a blood feud. Because also at the time, Darby Allen was champion. So I was like, We're, how, how would that end up happening? But Wardlow's AW title reign was something on our show we, we were not the biggest fans of. Because they constantly put him in weird tag matches. He wasn't defending his belt on the big shows. But he got overshadowed by MJF coming back. And he got overshadowed by MJF coming back. I think, you know, Joe's already a two-time champion. He hasn't held the belt for that long. We know the next challenger is Powerhouse Hobbs. If this all circles back to Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs, what a fun little way to get there of completely different characters from the first time they met they met about, what, seven months ago? Give or take about that long? Maybe six months? Maybe I'm overselling that. It might be full gear. It might only be four months. Either way, they have completely different characters from that day. Wardlow's become more of a sympathetic babyface, which I did not think we'd be at that path, but it, it's working so far. We have to see how it works with the crowd reaction tomorrow. And Powerhouse Hobbs is the ultimate badass, beating the shit out of everyone in his sight, leaving a blood path in his way. He's got the Book of Hobbs now. I want Powerhouse Hobbs to be world cha- to be TNT champion. I want to be world champion too, but I want him to be TNT champion. I think the best route for that is Samoa Joe retains, and that's what my that's what my heart wants. But it's also what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Samoa Joe retains here, and that really sucks for Wardlow. And I feel for the guy. What what a like oh, what but, a what a tough position that Wardlow's in, right? He's in a very hard spot because. I think if you're Tony, you're seeing the same thing. I mean, you know the thing how- is, hear, hear, hear me out. Powerhouse Hobbs probably has to win that title. It, I mean, he's the most over of the three right now. So right? he probably has to win it. And then and we have to allow Joe to go off and be the Ring of Honor television champion because that's clearly what he's invested in right Which now. Which right? I want him to be the ultimate dominant champion with that yes, title. I, absolutely. That's what I'm hoping for as well. I think that's probably what they wanted before he got hurt when he first won it. You know what I mean? Because I think they hadn't yeah. defended it on TV. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyway, um, so I, I 100% agree with you. I think that's the route that they're going. It makes the most sense. If you don't do that, then you have to then have Wardlow lose to, to Hobbs. And I really don't want, or you have Wardlow beat Hobbs, which I really don't want. Right, I don't like. And I don't think they do that. I do not think they would have Wardlow win this and then beat Hobbs. I think that would. No, I, I think Hobbs is your next champion. But I, I Wardlow deserves this spot at a pay per view. Don't get me wrong; he deserves a big match. I hope they go out there and deliver. I'm glad Wardlow's back. I'm glad it's a new Wardlow because holy shit, this guy's this guy's uh. Well, also think about it like this. If you have Wardlow win this match, you're basically saying that Hobbs is losing because there's no reason to have Wardlow win a title and then lose it immediately. That just makes no sense. 
Yeah, we've seen him do it with this title before, which that kind of scares me. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Who did it just happen to? They had like a 12-day championship. Uh, Sammy Guevara. He won it. It loses it right back to Scorpio. But again, that was a win-back situation. So a little different, but yeah. Uh, so we've got Samoa Joe here. But that, to me, that's the most interesting booking decision of, I think, any of these. Bro, that was that Sammy one. was still pretending he wasn't a heel. Well, <laughs> okay, here we go. AW World Tag Team Championship. Four-way match. The Guns, who are our current champions, have that have not had an entrance on TV yet. The Acclaimed with Billy Gunn, which is Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett with Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh. Slipknot. Best Friends 2.0, I'm going to call it. Orange Cassidy and Danhausen or Orangehausen or Cassidy Dan or Dan Cassidy. Fuck it. Um, yeah, what a what a weird little match they've thrown together. If we look at the history of Revolution Tag Team Championship matches, this one looks very strange compared to those. But uh, you're just up go first. ahead and rattle them off. You know, fuck it. Revolution 2020. Kenny Omega and Adam Page defeat the Young Bucks. Yes, that's the infamous six star match. <laughs> um, that kicked them off right. 2021, we had the Young Bucks defeating the Inner Circle, which was Chris Jericho and MJF. And then last year, Jurassic Express, Red Dragon, and the Young Bucks. This year, the Guns, the Acclaimed, Jarrett Lethal, and then Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Now, don't get me wrong. On our show, we've been loving Orange Cassidy. His title reign is fucking phenomenal. He deserves to be on the show. Did he need to be in this match? No, I he, guess should if been, he, he should have been defending the All-Atlantic Championship. He should have been defending that belt against... Uh, you could have named any fucking opponent. Give me Tony Deshita. Takeshita, easy. I think this is... I mean, holy shit. But if you're these guys in this match, the bar is literally quite on the fucking ground. You can go out there and have a great match, and every single person is going to be surprised. I have a feeling that the, the sheer amount of heel that you have on one side, and then you have the two two of the most over guys in Cassidy and, and Danhausen, and the acclaimed, obviously, are probably the most over group in AEW. Um, I think the crowd will be there for them. I think we might get some Scissor Me Daddy chants and stuff like that. Yes. But I just think this is going to be the match that sucks the air out of the room, I just have to say. Yeah. They shouldn't have any pressure, though, because no one thinks this is going to be great. And they know that. So I... Can we just say we're both taking the acclaimed, right? But then the guns only get, what, 24-day title ring? Don't care. Where they don't do anything? Fuck them. But what was the point of putting it on them? Is that something they're, we're going to have to acknowledge? Nope. Have we ever had tag team champions never get an entrance on TV with the titles? And then they lose the title? Is their we're, only entrance going to be at Revolution? I hope we do, too. Um, but I'm also thinking the acclaimed we're, we're, we're on the same page or I'm not going to try and change it. The acclaimed should win this two time champions. If they don't, where the fuck do you go with the guns from here? I mean, where in the blue shit, there's only green? one place you can go. Lucha brothers. No, you got to bring back FTR. I think they're out of the question. I- I'm starting to think they're completely out of the question if they weren't in this match, but maybe they'll return at the end of this match. So I could be I could be shut up instantly as soon as they went retain the belt. But the guns versus FTR, yes, that would be good. And that would most likely I wouldn't even say most likely, that would probably guarantee we're getting an FTR second title run here. 
But yeah, we're both taking the acclaim. So we got two t- uh, both have two titles changing right now. Which I think is a, a pretty good sign because that should be some fun. <sighs> okay, main event time. I'm going to back up two seconds. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, I was really against the team at first. I thought they'd be taking away spots from other people. And you could say, yes, they're taking away a spot here. They technically are. I'm not going to disagree with you. And But you know what? In their most recent attempts against the Acclaimed, I've liked what they've done. I've enjoyed them as a tag team. It's won me over. I don't want Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal to be tag team champions. If anything... I'd rather Jay Lethal and maybe Satnam Singh if if he was getting the reps that we thought he'd be getting, but he's still getting like one rep every four months on Dark. So he's not getting the reps we thought he would. Either way, I, I don't want to discredit these guys. I like all these teams. And, I, and I'm rooting for this match to be great because I would love nothing more than tomorrow night we're talking about this show and we're like, wow, that really surprised me. <laughs> like, you know, it was, it was a 12-minute fuck fest. Pause. Um, no. <laughs> Let's get to the main event, huh? All right. MJF, Brian Danielson, 60-minute Ironman match for the AW World Championship. Um, MJF has been champion for 104 days. He was also a winner at Full Gear. Uh, I, I think earlier I might have said all out for the November show. I meant Full Gear. Yes, you guys, you guys are picking up what I was putting down. That was where he beat John Moxley, and the MJF reign of terror began. 60-minute Iron Man match. There's so many ways you could book this match. Are you going to have them neither of them be able to land pinfalls? Are you going to have Danielson get a quick lead? Maybe he's up 3-0, to zero and the, the match ends up being the MJF comeback. Are you going to tie? Are you going to go to a 60-minute draw? We haven't had a draw. And if you do that, are we going to overtime? We have to. I, I, you cannot end the show on a draw. I, our last draw was what Danielson and Kenny Omega at what was it? Uh, Grand Slam. Yep. 30 minute draw. Something like that. Either that, or maybe one of the, did Danielson and hangman go to a draw? Maybe. I don't know. I think that was our only draw that I can remember of recent, like past 16 months. Okay. Who's up first? Uh, you're up first here. I mean, MJF retains. I don't, I don't see why people okay. are having trouble with this one. I mean, I, I don't see why they would put it on MJF and then just take it off at the next pay-per-view. That feels not uh, appropriate for the kind of run that we should have MJF. <laughs> and uh, it's as simple as that. Is it a clean win? I mean, I think it has to be with the build-up here, right? I mean, he could cheat, but I mean, how are you going to cheat? If you cheat in these kinds of matches, it awards a fault to the other person, so... I, yeah. I don't know how you like, – if I, I really don't want to see a ref bump in this match. I feel like that would be really Oh, it's silly. 60 minutes. There's going to be a bunch. Uh, I'm guessing – I'd set the over-under at two and a half, and I'd probably take the over. Yeah, I, I still take MJF. I, 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 I really hope that's not what they decide to do. It's just not refs for like 60 minutes. That'd be nuts. But So, so do you think what, – what kind of scenario – just – for the hell of it, since it's a sixty-minute okay. Iron Man lay, match, lay it out a little bit. Um, I do you would got, have. Do you got an early lead? Is I would it, have it go all the way to the last like sixty seconds without a pinfall, and just have one of them sneak a win, which way, whichever way you go with it. I mean, I don't think I don't. I think it should be okay. Surprising how close it is to Danielson. 
I think he should walk out of this with respect for MJF because if MJF's going to win, that's kind of, I feel like, the vibe you need, you know? And then him just completely disrespect Danielson after. I would, thing. yeah. I would love an MJF pin in, like, the first 90 seconds where everyone's caught off guard. Like, Danielson's like, that just happened to me? Did that just happen? He can do this? Like, a, you get really cocky MJF, like, yeah, motherfucker, I can wrestle. Let me kiss you. Beautiful. Let me, uh, let me blow a kiss at your wife. Um, no, but oh God, I'm with you, MJF. I think this whole feud, if MJF had been champion for three months before this, and we're talking like this is a 180 day title reign right now, the way this build has gone, you could buy me on a Brian Daniels at babyface win. This is his first pay-per-view match defending the title. And the MJF buildup has been on and off for about two years, just like Hangman. They've constantly always thought about going for the title. They've always been mentioned as future champions. Hangman got a well-length run. Let me see where Hangman's was, just to get the official number. Hangman, buck 97. With the uh, third longest AEW championship title reign. Whereas MJF is currently in fifth. He's had it longer than MJF Punk. should just be number one on that list. That's where he should be. That's where this title range should be. That's 346. End. I don't know. Nope, do that, it. No, I wouldn't. Not right now. If, if, look, it's only been a few months. I couldn't do this for another 250 days. The, the build has been, it's been good. But I, I do want to see him work more. But I know that's not his character. So it's, that's what, that's the constant blockade I run into with this MJF title reign is I don't want every buildup to be the same where he's putting people through the gauntlet. But I guess we just have to wait till the next... Because, I, I, I again, I also couldn't picture you... I couldn't point to you right now one guy who I think is going to return and take this thing off of him. For all we know, this match is going to end and Punk's going to return and we're going to get MJF Punk again. I have no idea. Truthfully, no idea. I would like a lot of pinfalls in this match, though. Um... You you were thinking last 60 seconds. I would like the score to be like four to two. MJF wins. Four to three. You can get your last one in the last like two minutes. Sure. In a submission. I think these guys have been working really hard on this. It's time. It's our yearly roundup of MJF reminds people. He's a great professional wrestler. He's a great technical wrestler. He's going to go out there and kill it. As it seems like with every pay-per-view that we cover, you always see people online like, Wow, MJF's really good. Yeah, he's really good. He's not just talk. He's not just the best talker in the company. This guy can go in the ring. This has been my favorite feud so far. Is that safe? Easy to say for you too? Yeah, I think I said at the top of the show. That's yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Favorite feud. I got MJF walking out. You got MJF. So yeah, that'll be it for us. We have new new tag champs. Same world champ. Same TNT champ. Hangman Adam Page picking up a victory. We got Soho and Soraya in each of our different victories here. So new AEW Women's World Champion. The Elite retain. Ricky Starks picks up the big win. Jack Perry picks up the big win. And then Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers. So that's a lot of newer guys picking up big wins. Perry over Cage. Starks over Jericho. Those will be big wins. So, yeah. Other than that, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday on the AW Revolution 2023 post show. And yeah, thanks for checking us out and have a good catch you on the flip side, Vision.